Hi, everybody, and thank you for joining us today on this webinar with MIS. So MIS is an international consultancy and construction company. They have worked with Gradcracker for seven years, and today we're going to be hearing from the degree apprentices and graduates about their experiences with the company so far, as well as hearing from Kira in the HR team, all about their recruitment processes, who they are as a company, and some of their key initiatives that you might be working on if you decide to apply to their opportunities. So right now, now, MACE is recruiting for their degree apprenticeships, placements and graduate roles. On their company hub, you can get a fantastic insight into their roles and their business. So make sure you head on there after this webinar, apply, follow and find out even more about them. So first, we're going to meet Kira. Hi, Kira. Can you tell all the audience all about um, you and your role at MACE? Yes, absolutely. Thanks, Carla. So my role at MACE is I do the recruitment for the graduates and the placement programs that we offer. So that's any industrial placements and some placements that we might have and then our graduate development program, as well as leading on any insight programs and any careers in construction programs for undergrads and school leavers as well. Perfect. You've got a very, very busy role. And tell us a little bit more about um, base in general. So what base in general? So what do you what do you do? Yeah, so um pretty much at MACE, we're global experts in shaping the built environment, leading the way to a more connected, resilient and sustainable world. From development and consultancy to construction, we connect expertise across the entire property life cycle to help our clients, people, communities and society achieve more than they believe is possible. The main driving force behind our success is our people who, with their collective expertise, push us to think differently and bravely lead the way. And we really rely a lot on our graduates and apprentices for that as well. Yeah. Our culture respects equality, values diversity and encourages individuality, accepting and appreciating all views and beliefs and providing an environment for ideas to come alive. Together, we will always find a way to unleash potential within every place, project and person, inspiring the stories that shape our lives and change our world, because the ambitions that we chase today will build the world that we live in tomorrow. Fantastic. Thanks very much, Kira. And sustainability is something high on the agenda at MACE, as it is with a yeah. lot of our employers. Um, and I know, Bavisha, you're going to talk in detail about sustainability a little bit later on. But from, from a business point of view, um, Kira, what, what are you doing on sustainability? What would you like to tell the audience about? Yeah, so at the end of 2022, we announced that we had secured a pipeline of work that would see us exceed our target by 2026 around um, being a little bit more carbon neutral. So having seen the opportunities that exist and being never content with a target being met, we will always find a way to go further. Yeah. So MACE is driving change across our industry through buildings and infrastructure, not just to achieve our targets, but ultimately to just do the right thing for the planet. Accelerating the built environment's response to the climate emergency through innovation, knowledge sharing and partnerships. Our responsible business is a really huge part of, of MACE and they kind of touch on every single part of the company. And our responsible business is just so much more than carbon reduction. It's creating livable communities with education, training and employment opportunities, investing in natural solutions to protect, restore and enhance natural habitats. We know this can't wait, so we need to elevate biodiversity and social value alongside carbon. Yeah. We are also on a journey to reduce our own carbon footprint. So while at the same time, we're influencing the global projects and programs that we're delivering for our clients. So I know one of the really big things that our business leads focus on when 
thinking about working with new clients is asking them what they're doing yeah. to focus on their carbon reduction. And it has a really big impact on if we kind of work with them or not. And mm -hmm. I know it's something that's kind of been discussed about this week, um, especially like in the business. So it's nice to know that everyone from like top to bottom is always keeping that at the forefront. So yeah. we know we have the platform to have an impact a thousand times greater than our own footprint. So we'll always help our clients reduce their carbon emissions as well. Yeah. So our main target by 2026, we're committed to having a range of projects that once delivered will save our clients around 10 million tons of carbon. Wow. Okay. So you're not even, you're not just thinking about Mace as a company, you're thinking about other companies that you work with and sharing best practices and, like, and you know, yeah, things like that. Absolutely. Perfect. Thank you very much, Kira. So now just to talk about the opportunities that you have got open and live on your hub at the moment. Yeah. So Mace has um, a degree of apprenticeship in civil engineering. And um, so the deadline of that is the 31st of December, start date September 2024. Um, so they've currently got four placements as well, which are all 12 months long. Again, with a start date of June 2024. And um, these are Primarily, primarily based in project management and um, locations cover Dublin, Warrington and Bristol and the areas of the business are sustainability and consultancy. So if you do want to be part of something um, like Kira just mentioned on sustainability, that might be the opportunity that you apply for. And finally, they've got 17 graduate roles currently live on Gradcracker number of locations across the UK and Ireland, including product controls, cost consultancy, building surveying, quantity surveying, commercial management, and lots, lots more. I'm not going to go through them all because it'll take an hour. And <laughs> so again, start date September 2024, um, but closing date, so a deadline at the end of this year, the 31st of December. And um, also remember that one world will be open to multiple STEM students. So there really is an opportunity for everybody. Here, I've just mentioned a lot of words there. So things like, you know, commercial management, cost consultancy, product controls. What what do that what does that actually mean to the students? So essentially your cost consultancy and your commercial management are your quantity surveying roles. They yeah. just kind of depend where you're sat facing within the business. So some people within the consultancy side of the business will hire a cost consultant and some will hire commercial managers but then you'll also get commercial managers that mainly exist within the construct engine of our business but essentially it's just a quantity surveyor it just depends on the projects that you want to work on and how you work with the team but the there is a an in-depth overview on the job adverts that are live on yeah. Gradcracker and then you've also got project controls so project controls is fairly similar to project management but I think it focuses a little bit more on like the risk and the data side of it so yeah. there is a little bit more of a focus of that rather than project management can be I don't want to use the word generic but it has a wider overview and okay. there's maybe not you don't need to have a specialist background to go into it that kind of thing you can pretty much come from any degree background to yeah. work in project management Perfect. So open to all STEM disciplines. And, yeah. and thinking about the students who are applying here, can they apply to more than one opportunity or is it just the one? It is just the one opportunity. Yeah. So if there is one that you have applied to and then, for example, it's no longer available, you can always just go back on to Gradcracker, see what is a, still available 
and then you can just swap to that one instead. You can either withdraw an application and then resubmit to a different role, or you can just email us directly and we'll swap your application over. So there is, it's not like, oh, you've been, the role's been filled, you can no longer move for our process at all. Yeah. If the role's been filled, you'll have an opportunity to find something else if we are still looking for it. Perfect. No problem at all. Thank you very much, Kira. So yeah, make sure at this webinar you get your applications in because it is soon going to be yeah. the 31st of December, just around the corner. Thank you, Kira. And um, what we're going to do now is move on and meet the rest of the panel. So Joseph, I am starting with you. So where did you go to university? What did you study and how long have you been at MIT? Yeah, so I went to uni in Newcastle. I went to Northumbria um, to study construction, engineering and management. Yeah. Um, and I graduated like last year and I've just started me since September 23. Perfect. Enjoying your time so far? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a character, Joseph. We're really excited to get to know you a little bit more. So thanks, Joseph. And Bavisha, tell me a little bit more about you. So where did you go to university and what did you study? Um, so I went to the University of Nottingham. I did a master's in civil engineering. Um, and yeah, same as Joseph. I just started in September and it's been great so far. Perfect. Thanks, Bavisha. Natalie? Hi everyone, I also went to the University of Nottingham. I did human geography and I started last year, so I'm in my second year on the grad scheme. Fantastic. So a few more projects, a few, bit more experience than the other two. And um, so we'll find out more about Natalie a little bit later on. And Joy, you're a little bit different. So you're currently on a degree apprenticeship. And um, so what is your degree apprenticeship in and which university are you affiliated with? Um hi, so yeah, so I'm doing a project management apprenticeship. Um, and it's level six, so I'm working towards a degree in construction management, and that's with the University College of Estate Management. Um, and my apprenticeship is for six years. Um, sorry, five five years. Five years. And how long have you been at MIS so far? I just started in September. Just started in September. Perfect. Thank you very much. Um, Jess, I hand over to you to talk about their roles. Brilliant. Thanks, Carla. Joseph, I'm going to come back to you first. So this yeah, is yeah. where you can now talk in depth about your role and no. tell everyone what you've been up to over the last couple of months. Oh, so I'm a construction manager. Um, so basically what my job is, is just like look after the lads on site, make sure they're all right. And also make sure the work they're doing is OK. Um, it's, yep. that, that's sort of what, what how I spend my day, um, as well as just sitting in meetings, understanding the project, working out what's going on. Like, because if people need an update on say like where's the project up to, they couldn't buy it. They have to ask me to sort of understand what we're doing. Um yes, that's 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 my that's my role at the moment. So this is quite a lot of responsibility quite early on. So you started in September and to yeah. be responsible for people, to report in, to be reporting in on projects. Um, you know, how have you found that transition and you know how are you finding the responsibility? Yeah, I, I enjoy it, to be fair. So I I asked when I came in, I said, you know, I'm happy to take responsibility. I've also like found, I've, I've found things myself where I've wanted to take responsibility for it and asked mm -hmm. if I could. And he said, yeah, crack on and like help me out as much as possible with that. Yeah. Um, so like whatever I've asked, you know, I'm interested in learning about this. I'd like to do this. You just say, yeah, crack on, mate, we'll help you with it. That's really, really good. So in yeah. terms of the team then that you look after, um, how many people are in, in your team and what kind of project are you working on at the moment? So to be fair, well, I was going to say, so it's only small at the moment. So at the moment, there's about 10 people in my team. Mm -hmm. and that's a lot. Oh, that's just in, yeah, in the office and then on site, we've got, yeah, about 10 lads on site as well. Um, So we're in pre-contract at the moment. So we're just okay. getting the building ready. 
what we're going to be doing is it's a commercial office in London. We're demolishing it and building a new one, basically. So it's called a refurbishment, but so it's a bit different to like refurbishing your house. You know what I mean? It's like it's a whole thing's going, a new a new building's going in, basically. It's called the cut and carve. Um, but that that's what we're going to be doing. So we've got about ten lads on site now, just getting it ready. So we had a few shops. So we had like a boots there. We had there was a press like in London. Obviously there was a press. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, like a cards galore, a cafe Nero. So what we've been doing is we've got them shops now. So we've been demolishing them, setting up what's called the, like the welfare. So when the work does start, we've got you know toilets, changing rooms, kitchens. That's what we've been setting up at the moment, yeah. and then time when the project starts then we'll have a few more lads in so i think at the peak's going to be about 400 wow oh, okay a lot of people yeah. and you'll then be look just you look after all those 400 people will you <laughs> i don't know if they'll trust me with that we'll have a few more construction managers in so right. most, only just me and one other guy um but when yeah. the project comes we'll have like four or five and say it's like a 15 floor building we might mm-hmm. all take like three floors each and just look after them sections if that makes sense Okay, yeah, of course. So in terms of then you being on site, by the sounds of it, you, you, you need to be available, you need to be flexible in terms of where you're working, which day and when, and kind of organising your time. How do you manage yeah. that? Yeah, um, I, I, so I, I write it down, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you've just, you've just got to, you've just got to, because they, like, with, with the lads anyway, like for me, you've got to sort of be telling them what to do sometimes. So it's just about being nice to them, asking them questions where you can't help them, help them. So then if yeah. they come to you and ask for help, sorry, so then if you ask them to do something, they don't really mind. Do you know what I mean? It's just about building a relationship with them, really. Um, yeah. And to, to be fair, because it's just in, it's pre-contract, a lot of what we're doing is just looking through documents and stuff, making sure the contracts are right, making sure all the risk assessments are there. So I've, I've sort of got that time to go over and just speak to them. Yeah, definitely. And by the sounds of it, a key part of your role, you know, two really important skills that you're learning already is communication and teamwork. Mm-hmm. Like you've said already, it's learning to get people on side, you know, be able to manage a team, be able to take control. And to say, you know, you only started in September and it's early December. That's, you know, really, really great skill to have. And by the sounds of it, you're going to need, um, you know, a lot to manage the project correctly. Yeah, it's, it's both sides, to be fair. So it's teamwork and like encouraging a team. And leading oh, yeah. a team, then also yeah. like working under, working under elite, like working for because like the people in Mace are pretty clued up, so you mm. can get a lot of information from them. So yeah. like, for me, you know, asking loads of questions, learn learning more about their roles, and also being you know, as I you know, I, I'm the new one. You know, like I, you get you get given all sorts of different jobs, and you've got to just sort of crack on with it. Yeah. So it's it's interesting from both sides, like developing your leadership skills, but also like working for somebody in a more professional environment. Because you know, like, as a student, you work in bars, you do this, you do that, but it's not really the same as work. You know, like I like I really like my line manager. I think he I think he's great, and just being able to learn from them like every day is so good, and like being able to learn like the importance of just like listening in a work setting and. and like watching and almost copying and replicating what they're doing is yeah. is 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 good as well. So it's teamwork from both sides, really. Absolutely. I know you did say that it is slightly different, but it's something we actually put, and this is to the audience that's listening. And when you received our newsletter this week, it's something that me and Morgan and um, my boss Sean spoke about was 
you know, that those transferable skills. Yeah. When you are applying to these opportunities, mention that you've, you know, got part-time experience in a in a bar or retail or hospitality because those transferable skills look fantastic on your CV. Kira, yeah. you're nodding, which is a, a good sign, but that's, I'm guessing, something you like to see in a good application is those kind of previous experiences. Yeah, absolutely. I think the main things that we are looking for is that it kind of comes down to like our values and behaviours. We're looking for collaborators. We're looking for champions, people who can sit there and demonstrate how they're demonstrate how they are providing like doing equal opportunities, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, and appreciating like different cultures in the workplace, all stuff like that. Like it is being curious, asking questions. I think that's probably like one of the biggest ones that you will hear in Mace's are you curious? Are you asking questions? Are you finding out what the next thing is? And it's down to just the smallest things like why? Why is that happening? Yeah. What's the reason for this? And even that, just like that spark of curiosity will just make such a difference. So even thinking, oh, who are Mace? I want to find a bit more about Mace. You've already kind of got that curiosity inside you. So mm-hmm. things yeah. like that really are what we're looking for. We're not really looking for someone who's got four years work experience in construction management because it's a development program and you're here to learn we want people who are keen to learn and build those relationships that kind of thing I was going to say I I was going to say about that because I actually spoke to my manager and I said like how am I getting on I don't really know like because you get told how you're doing but I sat down and I said I just want to talk about like how you think I'm getting on and he said to me he just said to me listen mate like for two years all we want you to do is just be a sponge like just listen to Mm. what we're and I, I, I think that like demonstrates that well so because he literally just said to be honest yeah you're doing well but the main thing we want you to do for two years is just to learn as much as possible from us while you're here yeah that's really really good really good leadership as well you know yeah. that they've got yeah they're here to help yeah and you know ultimately they yeah. just want you to learn which is brilliant really really good joseph so thank you so much uh no. Bavisha, i'm going to come to you next similar question if you could tell us a bit more about your role yeah, so um, I'm working in sustainability. So I'm in, within the responsible business department. Um, so we kind of sit across all of the projects, across everything, but also have a lot of corporate commitments we have to work towards as well. So um, yeah, it's either consulting, construct, like there's a whole range of different things that we do. Absolutely. So sustainability, it's a word which, you know, it's its getting talked obviously a lot about the moment. A lot of employers are talking about it at their Callow in their company yeah. hubs, you know, saying to students, if you are passionate, you're interested in that, let that be a driver when, it, when you come to put an application together. Is Was that a driver for you? Is this why you wanted to work for MACE? Is it always been a passion for you? Sustainability? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I went into, obviously, I said I did civil engineering at uni, but I think I've yeah. always um, lent more towards that sort of making that difference and I think that's why I went into this and um, yeah it's it's one of those where in Mace we've got the opportunity to make big changes we've got big projects where those differences are going to like make a make a big change so yeah it was a big driver for me applying for it. Absolutely so what's your experience then been like so far so from September to now and um, tell us what you've been up to. Yeah, whole range of things. Um, I think, yeah, it depends on the projects. There's quite a few of us in sustainability that all join together. So um, we do kind of get to see there's different things going on. Um, So I've been working, like, for example, like we'll work alongside architects, project managers to go, okay, look, you can make this more sustainable. And it's not so much in the like environmentally friendly sense. There's also like, you've got to think about the social value that we're um, adding so we do a lot of volunteering work um 
Then also like biodiversity is quite a new thing. So looking at the environment in terms of like um, animals and different plants and things like that and just keeping that up. Um, but yeah, the, the other main thing that I didn't almost expect when I came into it, but I've actually quite enjoyed is the corporate commitments. So for Mace itself, we are doing a lot for like, okay, we have to do certain reports to go, okay, look, we're predicting how climate change is going to affect our company in the long term, um, as well as like getting those certifications, like how can we change our company, change our training to make it more like sustainable across everything, not in just the projects that we're doing. Yeah. And what an exciting time to be doing it because, you know, for a lot of, you know, companies within this sector, it's new territory, isn't it? You know, you, you've got to get creative. You've got to start making the change. So for you, Bavisha, do you feel as though, um, not that you would anywhere, you know, like Joseph mentioned, not feel like at a disadvantage because you don't know it, but feel as though you can really jump into projects and you think, actually, I can take lead on this because this is something completely even new for the business. Um, yeah, it's a weird one. I think I am still, I'm a lot more, I don't know if I'm, I'm a bit different to Joe, so I'm a lot more like, um, I'll come into something, I like to observe for a while, and then I'll yeah. start to go, okay, yeah, I think I can, and I'll, I'll jump up for an opportunity, and I'll go, oh yeah, you know what, actually, do you mind if I just take that meeting by myself, and those opportunities do start to just pick up, um, but for the first few months, I would say I've been, I've been trying to take in a lot, try and make sure I understand things before I start jumping into it, and the good thing is nobody expects you to know everything as a graduate, like, that everyone is very, like, no, don't worry, like, I wouldn't expect you to be able to, like, rattle off all this stuff, so yeah, no, it's been really good, it's very, like, supportive learning environment, um, for that kind of thing but yeah the things do kind of crop up where you're like okay yeah I'm able to I, I know a lot more than I do even though it's only been three yeah. months mm, yeah. yeah so like my manager was off sick this week and I had to like take lead on quite a few of our calls together and it was really weird I was like wait I, can, I, I know what I'm talking about this is so true <laughs> yeah, absolutely and do you know what you took my carrot there I really was hoping you were going to say that you know it's okay to be slightly different you know Kira saying we want you to ask but it's all right to get that confidence first then mm -hmm. put yourselves in those situations um, and you've got that network around you to do it and it seems yeah. as though they're not going to you know the Mace are going to let you fall in that sense they're not going to put you yeah. in a situation where then you feel uncomfortable and you can't look after yourself or the team so really really good experience already Bavisha so thank you so much for that Natalie I'm going to come to you if that's okay tell us a bit more about Natalie and what you've been up to and so how, is it two years year now that you've In my been second year, yeah just over a year In second year that was it uh, so yeah tell us a bit what um your role entails and what life's like for you at Miss. Yeah, so I'm a consultant project manager um, and I'm currently working on two different projects. So the first one is in the early stages of the project. So we're just working with the client to understand um, what they want, their, their requirements, and then working with the design team, so the architect, um, the electrical, mechanical and structural engineers to develop the options. Um, and then, yeah, we've been presenting those options just to see what the um, what option the client wants to go ahead with. Um, then take it into into construction so that's one of the projects um and then the second project is in construction so it's up in Sheffield I'm based in London so I go up there every month um yeah. and yeah it's an office refurbishment so my role on that is client representative so kind of I see it as the the bridge between the contractors and the client um okay. and specifically I'm change control lead so um managing if there's any variations from the contract scope of work so 
getting those um, costed. Obviously, it's a variation from the contract. So um, the contractor needs to be paid for that work. So yeah, just managing that whole process and then making sure it's delivered on time. And to the Lastly, I can imagine you are super organized. I can <laughs> imagine you're that kind of individual that's got everything, you know, costing down to a T. Um, is that something again, is this you know where you're at now uh within the 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 the, the graduate program? Is this where you kind of expected to be? Is this kind of how you wanted to take the program and wanted to take your career, or have you kind of landed into this role unexpectedly? Um, it was a bit unexpected. I applied for a different job and got offered project management. But yeah, I think just yeah. go into everything really open minded, say yes to opportunities, um, and yeah, just just make the most of of the mm. opportunities that come your way. So, absolutely, yeah. you're obviously enjoying it. I am. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. So, how long's the graduate program? When do you finish? So the... it's two years. Two years. Um, yeah. So it starts in September, and then. Kira, correct me if I'm wrong, but does it finish in the summer? Like that it follows yeah, academic I think year. It's quite similar to like an academic year. Like when you'd finish yeah. your summer holidays is kind of when you'd finish the graduate program and <laughs> you kind of have like an end of program celebration. Oh, exciting. So it'll be around before you know it. Um great stuff. Thank you very much, Natalie. And Joe, I'm gonna come in. Uh, Joy, so Joy, sorry, uh, Joy, I'm going to come to you. Um, yeah, you've got a bit of a different experience. So tell us, you know, why miss, why degree apprenticeship and what life is like for you so far on the, the programme? Yeah, well, after sixth form, so I finished sixth form this September, yeah. um, uh-huh. or this summer, and I knew I didn't want to go to uni full time, mm-hmm. or at least I knew that, because I originally applied to do computer science at uni, and yeah. but I ended up realizing I don't enjoy computer science as much as I thought I did. Um, yeah. So, but then I, um, I had the opportunity to do a work experience, and through that, I realized that I enjoy project management and like organizing and yeah. that sort of stuff. So I started searching for project management apprenticeships, and then I found Mace, and I continued with applying with Mace, and and here I am now. You love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you glad um, you didn't do yeah. computer science then. Oh yeah, without right a doubt. <laughs> so tell us a bit then how Joy works for you. So what's kind of a typical week like? When do you go to university? How do you split your time? What? How does it all work? Yeah, well, I'd say every week is very different. But so I have Mondays um, off, and that's like my study day because okay. um, all my university work is online. So I can okay. either do that at home or I can come into the office and do it. Yeah, um, and then. Tuesday to Friday I'll be in the office um, and I work on several different projects my role is a project assistant but yes yeah, so I work on several different projects so one project um, is in Cardiff um, they're building a, a secondary school and it's the largest um, school project in the, in Welsh yeah. history um, oh, wow. so, so I help with some of like the administration and I attend some of the meetings on that um, and also I'm part of a um, social value team in our office and um, we're working towards arranging some volunteering projects with some primary schools in Wales as well and I'm quite heavily involved with that um, yeah. like with communicating with the head teachers and like building up um, scopes of um, like the outdoor works that we'll do with the schools um, and I'm also working on some projects in Cornwall um, so there's a pound stretcher that's being renovated um, and there's a traveller site and recently got another project, which I'm not too sure what it involves, but it's called Spaceport. So it sounds 
interesting. But... That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. Tell us a bit then about um obviously like the team. So how does it work? Are you because you've all these projects on, are you working with the same team? Do you have like a line manager? How's it working for you during this role? So yeah, so I have a line manager, um, right. and she's working on um the project in Cardiff. So I work with her on that. But right. the projects on Cornwall are my main projects and the project manager who's working on that he lives he's not in the office that I'm in but we um we we have calls together and we communicate on emails um and hopefully I'll meet him in person one day but um yeah and then but I I I tend to work with a, a variety of different people which is one mm-hmm. thing I really like um and I get to meet different people and learn from others as well yeah it's really great and for you, Joy, how have you found that transition from sixth form? Just say sixth form or college you went to? Yeah, sixth form. Sixth form. From that to Miss, how have you found it? Found you know again you've mm. a lot of soft skills that you've got already. You know, communicating, emailing, you know, mm. networking mm. with other members of the team, and you know, I'm assuming they just finished sixth form you know very early early in your career very young uh to have all this responsibility it's amazing and you, you're obviously taking it well within your stride so well done but how do you find yeah. it um thank you um yeah it wasn't an easy jump um but I definitely say the skills that I had learned from a part-time job that I'd taken on in sixth form definitely helped yeah. so things like yeah we were just talking about this earlier so things mm-hmm. like communication skills um team working like all of that definitely helped now yeah. um mm-hmm. and it's helped and having this role now with mace has just helped me to elevate those skills um mm-hmm. and yeah because i never would have expected that i'd be working in the construction industry mm-hmm. after a levels um but yeah i'm just i'm just really glad that i had this opportunity and um and even though it was a jump, it was it was needed. I think yeah. for my own well self development as well. Yeah, you. Because it could. It sometimes you you can fall into that world of university, can't you? And almost yeah. do it because you feel like you should, and then kind of just stall for yeah. a few years, and then make the decision. But to make that decision so early to jump, and you know, it's really going to pay off in the long run. So ultimately, well done to you, Joy. Okay, Joseph, I'm going to come back to you. So we talked a bit about um, your role so far, but if you could just tell us a bit about, um, obviously I know you've only been there since September, but kind of how the programme is going to be structured for you, how the rotations, how the project's going to work, and even potentially about your favourite project that you've worked on so far, if possible. Yeah, so basically what we do, we do two years. Every like few weeks we do like a different learning module, so it can be on all yeah. different so that that's like on that, that that's like every graduate. So that mm-hmm. we do on that self awareness, emotional intelligence, that sort of stuff, uh, health and safety. So that's so we do that like that's what everyone does. That's what are we doing? That's what like Bavish will be doing. We'll all be doing. That's the two years. But then alongside that, you you, you like you work towards becoming chartered. So like so it's in loads of different industries. Obviously, chartership. Yeah, but like we so you start working towards. So for me personally, like. I want to be a charter construction management. So my company, the not company, my the body who do that is the CIOB. So work yeah. towards so I, I work towards that in my own time. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, so that that's like my own personal thing, which I sit with my line manager and I go through, and I'm starting to work towards. Because, so, but and that that should take about two years to be fair. So, sort of by the end, I will have done all my mace training and done my chartership by the end of my two years. So then, when I finish, we hopefully I'll be like a charter construction manager with all of this training behind me as well. Perfect. And I think also as well, if you are interested about, you know, being charted in the future, this is why as well, you've got to put yourself as in, in as many mm. situations as you can to gain that experience. Um, so again, it's good that you're doing that. Yeah, that's all like funded and encouraged by Mace as well. So that's, mm. that, that's not like, off my own, but that's that's what they say they're going to do. Um, yeah, in terms of like favourite projects, to be fair, we've been on a few site visits. Um, mm. so obviously, mine's not, there's not a lot going on yet, but We've been on a few site visits. There's a cool one next to St. Paul's called Newgate Street. It's going to be the new HSBC head office. Um, okay. I don't know. I don't know if yeah, so it, it, that's what that's going to be. So it's big building right next to St. Paul's. So it's pretty cool, you know, just to go yeah. up on the roof and just have a look off. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's that's really like, how you spend your afternoons, isn't it, Joseph? Making out real busy. <laughs> and I just, I just went for one. One, two, no, there's, lo there's loads going on. So like where yeah. we are london there's like four or five sites within like a five minute walk um or like quite big commercial offices as well yeah um so you can go so like so safe for me because there's not a lot going on or i could be like hang on the next stage of so like we're going to be doing demolition next so i'll go and have a look at a demolition job five minutes away to understand understand what's going on i'll speak to like another grad at that office about what they thought worked well so then i'm learning that way as well from doing that um, so that, that my favorite, yeah, my fav favorite project I've been to though is probably that Newgate Street looking at St Paul's. I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, just a couple of things to just add on to what Joe said. Um, yeah. I believe there's like a SharePoint space as well. So if someone in consult is going to one of their projects they're working on, they'll kind of post about it and host a site visit, so oh, people can like, opt in to go to them, mm. which is quite nice. So you, there are so many projects that a lot of us won't see because we're not in it and yeah. you can you can pop it on this oh I'm planning to do it I can take 15 people with me let me know if you oh. want to join it this is where it is and it's like um an events portal on a SharePoint that we use so I think that's quite good that and that's something I think got started up last year and I think it's a really good way for like everyone to interact and with the training sessions that they have as well it can feel easy to feel just connected where you're based on site or you're based in like the Moorgate office or the Bristol office so it's quite nice to come together and connect with each other yeah to be fair my buddy sorted one out for me as well so when you start you get like a buddy so you get like it'll be me next year do you know what I mean you get someone yes. who's been on the grad scheme for like a year to look after you and just just help, help you out with a few questions that maybe like you might not want to ask me so you might not want to ask your manager yeah. so like you get like a buddy to help you out with that. So like when I saw my buddy, like he he took me to a site visit as well. So he was like, yeah, yeah, like come and have a look around, see what we've got going on. So so that, so it's it's like it's there's three it's three different ways like sort it out yourself, looking on the internet, and also like your buddy will probably invite you to one as well. If that's yeah. for me in my role, like if if you're not really on, your your buddy will be doing something similar to you. Yeah, we'll so, try and match you up with someone as close as possible where we can. Yeah. So say like mine will will be on site because be doing the same job as me. So that that's like what sort of mine. I'll but maybe if you're going into a different role, you put your buddy would show you like from their side as well what was going you know like what was going on if you're in a HR or something like your buddy would show you that side. Yeah. Yeah. Joseph, this is going off piece slightly, but again, oh. thinking of the audience that are listening now, what yeah. advice would you give to them, you know, in terms of 
you know, joining this and, you know, you mentioned then, obviously I don't want to know the questions that you're asking your buddy, no, but, you know, no. those kind of like, what were your worries? What were your concerns? No, kind of so I, yeah, what... no, so, no, so like say for me, it was even little things because like I had to move down here. So I moved mm, right, yeah. with a few with a few of my boys and we were like, right, let's get a house. And I, I was thinking, right, I don't know how big a bedroom I need. Do you know what I mean? Because I was thinking if yeah. I'm working from home, I'm going to need like yeah. a desk and I'm going to need a nice space, but I'll have to pay more for that. So then I, I messaged me buddy and I was just saying, yeah, mate, am I going to be on site? Or he was like, yeah, you'll be on site all the time. So I thought, yeah, then I'll just pay a bit less, not have the mm-hmm. big massive brooms. I don't need the space. So it's, it can even just be little things like that where, oh, where really you know, because you think, you think like, yeah, you don't really want to like worry or not worry, but like, they, yeah. they, like the, the recruitment team are trying to deal with other stuff it might probably chock a block in like august <laughs> like so that's just a little question what you put that just that sort of stuff i was asking Do you yeah know what I mean? that's really good i think there's yeah. um we have a lot of people relocate so it's something that we are working on is kind of like a relocation guide so right. just kind of because if you're not from london or even if you live slightly outside of london and you're not mm-hmm. familiar with it it's just nice to kind of know like what connects to what and also yeah. having your buddies it almost to be like oh someone i know is moving out do you want to take this room that kind of thing mm-hmm. like things like that little network that you can create with each other and we know that a lot of people relocate and having that expectation whereas i know there are some people who probably could work from home but go into the office every day that kind of thing yeah. as well yeah 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 really good point there so well done again I think sometimes externally for me and you Carla you, you're not sure what your concerns might be yeah, so yeah. that that was just like a perfect little snippet that we'll probably use and I'll use as a little anti- anecdote yeah just, just little ones in it just yeah that's what I mean yeah that you get again you mm. might not think of yeah. how do how do, you, how do you find living in London do you love it yeah I love it so much going on yeah I, I, so I'm from Liverpool as well I went to union you're not are you both busy cities but then you just yeah. come here and i go home now and i'm like it's so slow like everything's moving <laughs> you know what i mean like the train yeah. takes like 10 minutes to come and i'm thinking what am i doing now? <laughs> what a waste of time this is i mean it's crazy oh really good thanks joseph i love that and um, definitely you I'll, I'll use your advice and I'll um, again yeah. be saying that to students when I'm speaking to them so really good thanks for that yeah. uh, Bavisha you're going to come back to you projects yeah. um, you know is you, are you same in terms of how your graduate scheme is going to look can you pick your projects what's it look like to you um, I think the graduate scheme itself is pretty standard across the different okay. ones um, we do like grad project uh, like a grad project starting in January I think mm-hmm. um, which is like with all grads around the world so I think we'll get to meet people across like MACE in different countries as well um, but that's not started yet but I've spoken to the other people in the air above about that um, so that's quite exciting um, but then yeah projects there's a little bit of you can choose it not so much so we've all been allocated but I think um, there's just like a lot of difference over like the different types of projects so because I was 100% allocated when I started I wanted that little bit of diversity. So I spoke to my line manager and I said, like, listen, I want something a little bit different. So she sorted me out, put me on a Microsoft project. So basically they're doing like an interior fit out in their office in Reading um, and basically just working with them to basically just meet Microsoft's requirements when it comes to their sustainability, um, wellness in the office, like how it's all going to work. But that's just started. um, But yeah, no, it's really cool. And then, yeah, through Responsible Business, I think we've got quite a different type of 
team compared to a lot of the others is in we do a lot of sharing between different projects so similar um to joseph being on site visits and things but um yeah we do a lot of like um like knowledge nuggets things like that share that information between each other about what we're all doing so yeah. um, one really cool sustainable project that they're doing at the moment is actually like next door to our office so they're doing a lot of like um steel reuse which is quite new to the industry um and then a lot of social value there as well. So there's just like loads of really cool projects and you can find out a lot about them and speak to different people about getting on it, getting experience on, even if you're not actually like doing work for it, but you can find out a lot, which is really cool. Yeah, really, really good. And then in terms of um, when you come off the um, programme, again, I know this is super early, you've got just over a year before I think about that. But then how does that transition work? And Natalie, I'll probably come back to you a little bit um, for you as well on this. But how does that work? And how do you decide where you ultimately end up at MERS after the grad programme? Do you know? I can. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm sure on the best Sorry. Sorry. No, no. Um, so just come to my mind. the way it works is we kind of, so our grad programme, everyone does the same grad programme. So it's not like you've got a commercial management programme, you've got a project management programme, you've got a sustainability programme. Everyone does the same programme. So a lot of the time people get confused. They're like, oh, I'm on the cost consultancy programme. Yeah. Like, no, everyone does the same right. programme. Everyone does okay. the same. But you're essentially, again, like we don't really do rotations in May. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you might do like six months here, six months there. That's not really how our programme works. It might change in the future, but mm -hmm. I think um, you're hired into the role. And as soon as you sign your contract, you're a permanent employee. So right. you kind of move your way like through the ranks. So your assistant, assistant manager, manager, you might find that once you've done the development programme, you think, I think I am ready to try something new. Right. I think, oh, I'm in central government. I want to go and move to local government or I want to go and move to the private sector. If there's an opportunity available, we have um, an internal, it's called the Global Mobility Portal. That's also for going abroad and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, if an opportunity becomes available, then you can just say like, oh, I am interested. Have you got anything coming up? That kind of thing. Sometimes we will email as well and just say, this business have reached out to us. They've got an opportunity here. Like that happened recently. We had a role become available in Iceland. So we just sent an email out and just said, oh, it's in this area. It's in Iceland. Does anyone want to go for it? And then they kind of like meet with the business lead, have a kind of conversation. If they want to take it, then they can, but it's up to them. Like there's a lot of things to kind of think about. So there are just some times where opportunities like that will appear. It's not very often, but sometimes you get that immediate need and everyone's really curious they always want to try something new so that is always something that is kind of available so if someone did want to kind of maybe if you a lot of the time sometimes I think with the responsibility grads they might be working mainly in like the construct projects so if you wanted to try something in the consultancy space you could say could I try this instead Okay, yes. that, yeah that's good and goes that's like what you did then Pavisha you say I just want a little bit of variety yeah. show me something else that's really really good okay I, I get it now so sorry guys talking so about rotation but what's going on but um so in terms of um I'm gonna say about uh life after wasn't I yeah life after graduate life after graduate program so Pavisha can I can you answer that yet then or not really because obviously you you've got that passion for sustainability you're wanting to experience new stuff can you imagine where life will go after the grad program um I'm not actually sure yet because obviously it's quite new sure. I think right now I'm just yeah. very focused on 
any experience. I know that I probably do want to move on to maybe a construct project at some point along the yeah. um, grad scheme. But I think right now it's just kind of getting that experience, trying to throw myself into the projects and then afterwards see where that takes me with my engineering background. I don't know if maybe I'll try and move into something else, just seeing where it goes for now and just getting that experience, yeah. getting those like that. working in um, like a corporate world, getting used to that, <laughs> speaking properly, writing emails, things like that. Big change. Yeah, 100%. Perfect. Thank you so much, that Pavisha. Uh, I'm going to come to you, Natalie, uh, with the question about your future plans, because it probably makes more sense to ask you this question. Um, but yeah, what's the future looking like for you at MACE and where can you imagine your uh, career taking you? I think I'm still like Pavisha, just staying open-minded, saying yes to different opportunities. So this time last year, I was only on one project and then I was like, oh, it'd be nice to yeah, get some diversity, get an experience with the different projects. So, yeah, I'm now leading my own project. But um, for the future, definitely getting chartered. So I'm working towards um, my chartership in project man management um, to work abroad. That's definitely on my list. I think a lot of people have aspirations. So, I mean, Macy yeah, is a global company, so there are so many opportunities to to be able to relocate. So I think, yeah, that's quite appealing to a lot of young people, especially. Mm. Um, and then I'd say just getting more experience with different size projects. So at the moment, my project's um, 20 million pounds, which I think is relatively wow. like a middle size project. So um, I know our sector, we've been bidding for quite a lot of big work with, um, so I'm in the central government or government department sector. Um, so yeah. a few big new projects are coming through. So I yeah, just have an experience with a bigger project or program be, yeah. be helpful. I think that definitely is just a common theme throughout this webinar, isn't it? It's, you know, ask, keep an open mind, you know, and just get involved in as much as you can. So really, really good, good point, Natalie. Thank you so much. Joy, I'm going to come to you with a slightly different uh, question, if that's okay. So what has your training development been uh, so uh, like so far at MACE? And, you know, what kind of training courses or projects have you been working on? Um. So in terms of training, um. Throughout these past months, we've had um, a range of development sessions. So we've had um, self-management, um, commercial awareness. Oh, yesterday even, I was actually in London for a training session that was in person as well, because mm -hmm. um, most of them are online. Um, yeah. And then also in the office, um, sometimes we have um, staff from external companies come in and like during lunch, they'll come and talk to us about their roles. So like, for, for example, we had someone... Um, they work in ecology and they were explaining to us um, the links between ecology and the construction industry, but someone mm -hmm. from English heritage. So, so there are a lot of um, training opportunities and training sessions. Um, that's just part of the programme already. Yeah, really, really good. And it's good that you are getting involved in those um, in your own time as well. Um, Joseph, going to come back to you on training and development. You've touched a bit upon, um, obviously wanted to become chartered in the future, but have you had any additional training that's been uh, really worthwhile and something you really enjoyed? Yeah, so it's 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 quite role specific. So say like for me, I've been doing like first aid courses, fire warden yep. course, um, for for my role mm -hmm. because like so on site, like I'm a fire marshal, I'm a first aider, I'm a worker height coordinator, that sort of thing. So you do that training as well. Which is yeah. which is separate, but that that is that is just like specific to what you do, or as well. Like for me, I said I don't mind being a first aider. Like I've been a first aider before, and like I know what I'm doing. I don't mind being a fire marshal. So like that that that's relevant 
for, and it also yeah, because yeah. we're in we're in pre-construction like it's only me and another construction manager it's like it makes sense for me to do all my training now like mm -hmm. that so when the project starts it's like okay he, he's there like i'm on all the documents just as the the registered person for these like the registered first aid all them documents i want but so that training is there but that that's like very very role specific and yeah. um, mm -hmm. that's very very role specific whereas yeah no yeah so i've done that sort of training so you do that as well as like chartership and the the standard May stuff, but that is like you can sort of choose what you want to do. Mm -hmm. So like you you can you can choose. So like me me friend me other graduate who's a QS quantity surveyor, he went to do some Excel courses, you know, because okay. he wants yeah. So like he wants to do Excel, so he, he went and did some Excel courses. So there's you can you can like choose what skills you want to gain, and then there's loads and loads of training. Such a big company and they do so much. You yeah. can be training like pretty much anything. So yeah. you can pretty much just choose what you want to do, speak to your manager, get that sorted and, and yeah. Yeah. And I guess you've got the chance then to do that, you know, whilst you work, if it's more rele relevant to your project and what you're working on and then in your personal time as well. Like, a bit like you, Joy, you've got access to say stuff over your lunchtime and stuff you can do in your free time as well, which is, is really, really great. Um, Bavisha and Natalie, I'm going to come to you with kind of moving away from your day jobs. Um, what else have you been up to so far at May? So Bavisha, I'm going to come to you first with that one. Um, yeah, so one of the things is like, volunteering days so yep. mace gives us volunteering days so yeah and you don't have to take annual leave or anything for that so i did one of them where we basically me and my team went out to like a forest i think in uxbridge or something um and then cut down like all the invasive plants um built up like kind of cots around the like more protected ones to just improve that biodiversity um and then outside of that i think it's it's just quite a very social um work environment so yeah. yeah I've made loads of friends and stuff which is really helpful with the adjustment like moving to London moving into working life so it's kind of nice to have that like like grad uh network um they do like networking sessions and things for us which is good That's but yeah just a whole range of things yeah and how did you find the move moving to London um ups and downs <laughs> I moved down from Newcastle so it was a bit of a change but yeah, yeah. um quite like the independence I think because I was at uni so then I moved down again but yeah it's been good actually um London's yeah. new it's different but it's fun yeah good stuff and that's the same kind of question um what kind of extracurricular activities have you been up to yeah, so um, I did geography at university, so sustainability is a big passion of mine. And um, even though we have people from responsible business working in our sector, I find that sometimes there's a bit of a mismatch between the project managers um, working on the projects and people from responsible business. So I'm part of a group um, that are just trying to embed responsible business more into our sector um, because some of the projects, they're quite small office refurbishment. So there's not always a massive opportunity for carbon savings, but it's just about raising awareness that you, there's so many other things that you can do, like the social value part, um, biodiversity. So yeah, just raising awareness. Um, with the whole team and then yeah like Pavisha says just it's a massive grad scheme a massive apprenticeship scheme so yeah there's plenty of people to to make friends with um wow, to network funny. with yeah that's good stuff fantastic good stuff Kala I'll go back to you thank you very much Jess thanks everybody and um, so now we're going to talk about the recruitment process and Kira I'm coming to you so um mentioned at the beginning of the webinar that all the information about MACE and the opportunities are on the hub on Gradcracker 
And so thoroughly read the job description, click on apply, and then Kira, what happens next? So as soon as you've got that, so um, just like one thing to note, like don't need to worry about CV. We don't take CV, so don't sit there worrying about it. Don't sit there thinking you have to make one for us. You don't. We yeah. we took them at one point. We didn't even look at them because we're just trying to, again, like diversify the business. So that's not something that anyone has to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, there are three questions, two of which are mandatory, one is optional. So my biggest thing when I look at applications is one, make sure you're applying to the right company. Um, yeah. You're talking about <laughs> yeah. the correct role. Um, yeah. You'd be surprised. And also just like make sure you're actually answering the question. So the questions are very generic. It's um, a case of like, why do you want to work at Mason? Like what's your mm-hmm. understanding of the role? I wouldn't really say that's like the point where you're going to talk about um, like your work experience. That's not really what we're looking for at that point. We have a um, video interview, which is the next stage. So should you be successful from your application, then um, you can you'll be invited to do a one way video interview online. So they're just five questions. The easiest way, the best bit of advice I have for them is understand our values and behaviours because that's really what we're looking to be exhibited in those questions. Yeah, there, everyone. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so you you get five questions, you have two minutes to answer them and you get 40 seconds to think mm-hmm. of your answer. Yeah. Use the 40 seconds to think of your answer. Yeah. <laughs> Write your notes down. I mean, when you've if you've made a few scribbles, don't be like reading off this, your paper when you're answering your questions. Like, you're not talking to someone, but it's nice to maybe like just think that you are. If it's easier, maybe just have it recording and maybe just like if you're doing it on a laptop, maybe just like move your face out of the way. If it's awkward for you to like stare at yourself whilst you're recording, we know that can happen. Or yeah. maybe just um like even if you maybe just had someone opposite you just listening to your answer kind of thing, yeah. it feels more comfortable talking to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, you will then be invited to a virtual assessment centre. So all of our assessment centres are online. Yeah. And there are three exercises. One, you start off with a group exercise and then you'll have an individual interview and then you'll do an individual presentation. And then from then you, you will either be accepted onto our programme or not. Yeah. And then once you've got that, you'll then be assigned a buddy and line manager. And then you'll probably get an annoying amount of emails from me <laughs> from then on. <laughs> Save Kira's name to your emails. Um, so any any hints and tips during the virtual assessment then? So you mentioned it's a couple of different stages. What, yeah. what do you look out for? Is there a you know an ideal candidate? What kind of um personalities do you or personality traits do you look out for as part of the process? So you kind of we throw you kind of throw them in the deep end during a group exercise first because you're kind yeah. of forced to interact with each other. Yeah. But the key to that exercise is being involved and talking during the group exercise, but one, not talking for the sake of it, but then also being a good leader. If you're going to be the one that's leading that group, are you leading in the best way kind of thing? So Mm -hmm. are you bringing people in? What's your opinion on this? What's your thought on this? Or are you saying, no, we're not going to do that. We're not, we're not doing that. What Mm -hmm. kind of leader are you being? Are you being inclusive? Or are you just thinking my way or no way? That's probably not what we're looking for. And then you've got your individual interview. So we understand that not a lot of people have work experience. Mm -hmm. And it's fine if you have the same scenario. Maybe just think about how you can use it in different ways. And talk about yourself. This is the point where you need to big yourself up. 
Like yeah. if you don't do it, no one will in this case. Yeah. So yeah. it's not um, a case of like, oh, I, well, I would do this. And, you know, like if that came up, I would do that. What did you do? What yeah. have you done? How did you do it? What was the end goal? That kind of thing. That's really what we're looking for during that interview stage. And then there's an individual presentation. You're given a bit of data and some time to prepare. Mm-hmm. Read the brief and make sure you're ticking everything that is asking you to do. Because the worst thing is when you get into your presentation and you just get lost halfway through your presentation, the assessor's thinking, I'm not actually sure what they're telling me here yeah, not really sure yeah. where we're going so make sure you have got an outcome we understand like we know you've not got a huge amount of time but it's how you manage mm-hmm. a high pressure situation and how you respond to that yeah. so it's not cutthroat or anything like that we're quite nice on our assessment yeah. centers oh I bet you are <laughs> <laughs> and are you allowed to take notes and things like that to yeah 100 like, percent. it's yeah. all done on a virtual platform so we'll give you access on the day you're more than welcome to take notes but we just ask that they dispose of it i mean obviously please do take notes that's probably how you're going to get the best result but um yeah don't feel like you can't even when we're reading the briefs out if you want to take notes whilst we're reading the briefs out you're more than welcome to do so even during the briefing presentation when I go through about Mace who we are some of our projects even if you want to make notes on that you're probably better off taking notes than not to be completely honest yeah definitely and one last question I hope it's not a silly one but because all of your assessments are virtual um, would you expect a student to be smartly dressed? Does it does it really matter? So, what, what are the expectations there? We're not massively fussy, if I'm being completely mm-hmm. honest with you. I think sometimes some people in the business can be a bit like, oh, they're not wearing a suit and tie. Mm-hmm. But you don't, no one really in our business wears a suit and tie when they're sat at home. So yeah. I don't expect it. I would just say no hoodies, that kind of yeah. thing. Like have a little, maybe just like a a jumper a sweatshirt but not really a hoodie or anything nothing too yeah. casual but yeah. don't feel like you have to sit there in a suit and tie if that's what you're most comfortable in because obviously some people feel yeah supported in different ways and empowered in different ways so if you think no I want to be dressed in a suit mm-hmm. go for it like whatever makes you feel the most comfortable yeah but yeah they are all online but you can do it on your phone you can do it on your laptop tablet we've had people join our assessment centers in Australia that kind of wow. thing so yeah. that's the best thing about them being virtual. You might not be in the country, but you can still have an opportunity to get a, yeah. to get a job with us. And I think that is the best part. We understand that like, tech might have issues. So yeah. if you have internet issues, we'll just get you right back in. We'll take it into consideration. Again, mm-hmm. like like to think we are quite nice on these yeah. assessments yeah. because we're not trying to be horrible, give anyone a bad experience. Like we do get like really good feedback, feedback. from them. So. Yeah. And I'm sure all of these, well, everyone's here. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. They've been smiling. <laughs> and time scales, if a student is successful and um, going through the different stages, how, when, first question is, when did the start? I've mentioned the closing date, 31st of December. Yeah. So do the assessment start after that date? And so we've um, already started our assessment centres. Perfect. Because I know, so the way we do it, we do it on a rolling basis. Yeah. So as soon as we get enough applications, we will invite them to a video interview. As soon as we get enough good video interviews, we're holding an assessment centre. That's pretty much how it's working. Yes. So um, from January onwards, there'll probably be about three a week. Last year, we held 50. Yeah. So from, ne- from next year onwards is when we're kind of really gearing up. We have mm-hmm. got 
a few of the roles have closed now so it's more yeah. like the, the ones you mentioned earlier Carla like the building surveying ones they're the ones that are really left so um please just make sure you're reading the required degree some of yeah. them have, to, have got required degrees so just make sure you're reading that yeah. um because otherwise you're just not going to make it through mm-hmm. um so it can be challenging it is just me doing the graduate and the placements so there's no automation it's all quite manual so manual screening last year we got over 8,000 applications all manually screened all the video interviews are manually screened by me so there might be some slight delays on the time frames but we'll just email us and we'll tell you like what the realistic time frame is and there are a few people waiting to be booked into an assessment center so we're just coordinating diaries there's 7,000 people in this business and we've got to coordinate diaries with different people (laughs) across the country, that kind of thing. So just trying to match up when people are all available to take time away from their projects, that kind of thing is, can be a bit tricky. So that does also take some time. Yeah. So lovely that you've got the personal touch here and you're going to be, you know, reviewing every single application that comes through Gradcracker. So that's amazing. Yeah. You kind of get one person from start to finish. So seeing the application, watching the video interview, doing your assessment centre, providing your outcome, doing your contract, being your kind of like main person to liaise with during the whole process. That really comes across there because even the grads and and you, Joy, hear that you've built up that relationship with everybody and you can see that, you know, you really willing them on to do well through the process as well so thank you very much Kira I'm going to finish off I know it's three o'clock but it's my favorite rounds um, of webinar so I'm going to continue and so top fact about Mace and Joseph tell me about your top fact yeah so my one was that the shard was like one of the first ever top-down constructions so Mm -hmm. it was built uh, when they were building it they started at the bottom and at the top and built both ways and met in the middle. That was like it was one of the first times it had been done. Actually, do you, do you know a fact about that? So that was actually suggested by a graduate. Oh, so what? By a graduate, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the architects like claimed it was them, but it was actually <laughs> we had the talk by some guy. He said that idea was like suggested by a graduate. So it, it, that's a good one for you, isn't it? I never thought I'd use that fact again, but there yeah. you go. Well, there you go. I love that fact. I've never heard of that before. And the graduate there as well. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Thanks, Joseph. And Babisha, what's your fact? Um, that we don't only focus on our carbon footprint, but our carbon handprint as well. And we're encouraging our clients to meet their goals and strive for like the best that they can do. Yeah, lovely. Kiri touched on that as well, didn't Kiri, earlier on in the um, webinar. So thank you very much. Natalie? I would just say how influential Mace has been on London Skyline. I think my friends and family, whenever they come down to London, they're so sick of me being like, oh my God, Mace worked on the Shard or we worked on Battersea Power Station. So yeah, it's just really cool walking past Mace projects. Yeah. yeah. People are like, I did that, I did that, I did that. <laughs> Thanks, Ashley. Enjoy. Um, that we have locations globally. So in Europe, in Asia, North Africa, Middle East, Sub-Saharan Africa, North America. So there's opportunities everywhere. Perfect. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, everybody. It's been brilliant, like me and Kira mentioned at the beginning and towards the end of the webinar. And um, applications are closing on the 31st of December. So go to the Mace Hub now and get your applications in. Good luck. And um, remember that you'll be meeting Kira. So she's giving you some amazing hints and tips um, through the webinar as well. And um, me and Jess will be back next Thursday, the last webinar of the year. Can you believe it's only Christmas? Um, where we're joined by financial consultancy firm Hyman's Robertson. So we hope to see you again. Good luck with your applications and thanks everybody for joining us today. Thank you, everyone. See you later. Bye, bye, everybody. Bye, bye. bye. bye.